Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Happy Friday, y'all. Actually, today's Saturday, but this is my Friday podcast because honestly, my whole week has been pushed back a day. I'm not going to blame it on Instagram, but let's just blame it on Instagram because that makes it easier. So doesn't matter. I'm getting it done. So I hope you're having a fantastic weekend. And today's Friday podcast is kind of a Fido Friday, and it may seem a little odd, but all of you that know me well, know that pets have been a part of my life, animals in general, since I was a wee one from the first, well, of course we had lots of kittens and that, you know, of course somehow managed to end up on our back porch. And then my first delve into, I guess you would call adopting pets was when I was in middle school and I was walking home from school. Yes, I walked because it was only like three blocks. So... (laughs) I'm not going to have a story that's all about walking miles and miles to school, but uh, literally it was just three blocks. So on my way home, I saw this little box of puppies at the corner of this house. And at the time, my dad was in between jobs. And so it was my mom and, you know, money just was a little tight. And I didn't know it at the time, but my parents literally took the food money that they had for the week to help me take those puppies over to the Paducah shelter and donate the money. And of course, you know, God always provides everything turned out, but I didn't, again, I did not know it at the time, but my dad just could not look at me and say, no, he had to do what we um, could do. And from that moment forward, this little, it's kind of like a greenhouse section room off of our corner of our house, the grand home. You can go look it up. It's called the grandhome.com. But anyway, it from that point forward has always been called the poop room. And it continued to carry that name because I got a duck and a few other animals along the way. And we also had a horse named Brownie that I fed Oompa Loompas to. Yes, literally. Uh, they were fun little candies. And I had two pigs and birds. I had a couple of birds. But today's story is about my dog, Thomas. And Again, for those of you that know me, I have been through one holy hell of a week from my birthday, well, really from Halloween, let's just call it two weeks, from Halloween through this weekend. And it started with uh, my dad being sick and having to go into the hospital. He's doing much, much better, should be home any day. And almost simultaneously, my dog, uh, Thomas, who is honest, y'all, he's 12, 13, I never can remember. Uh, but he's old and he's a German shepherd and you can go to Instagram at Stella and Thomas on Instagram. You can even go to Stella and Yes, I've made a website for my dogs, but Stella passed away almost two years ago. She was a bulldog pit bull mix. The absolute absolute joy of my life. I can tell you I have never encountered another being four-legged or two-legged that provided such just pure happiness every moment that she was around. So 
her loss was excruciatingly painful for me. And the great thing about her is that she still brings me joy when I think about her. And we all need someone or something like that in our life. And I promised Thomas after Stella passed that it would just be me and him because (laughs) sweet little Stella was a ball of energy and the center of attention all the time. So he has been my compadre always. He, everybody used to call him my shadow. And again, recently he fell very ill. For seven full days, it was touch and go, uh, calling to have him possibly put down. It, it was, you know, thankfully everybody was busy, honestly, because he is now pretty much 100%. It's just crazy how dogs can bounce back. But even my close friends have said, you definitely can tell a difference in his eyes. And he was, he was pretty far gone. So what are the lessons from this? Because this is a friend Friday and Thomas is absolutely my friend. And I hope that each of you have the joy and pleasure of having a four-legged friend in your life. And part of this podcast is about the fact that this time of the year is when a lot of people start thinking about getting pets for their younger children or whatever. And this is a very, very, very important decision because these creatures cannot speak for themselves. And And very rarely, as Thomas shared with me (laughs) over the past two weeks, will not be able to share what's going on internally, what their pain is. So it is a massively big decision. And I am, as all of you know, am a huge advocate for adopting pets. There are millions of dogs and cats that and etc that are euthanized every single year for just no reason people overbreeding people using dogs to create money um, and it's just that in and of itself, uh, whether you're a breeder or not, it, it's just, it's almost inhumane. So there are plenty of dogs in the shelters that would happily bring you joy. But the three lessons that I want to share with y'all today that I have definitely learned through massive, massive daily pain is be here now. And I kind of talked about that with my Wellness Wednesday with Sojima Montez a a couple of weeks ago in understanding the presence of this very second. I'm about seven minutes into this podcast and right here, right now is all we've got. And if you are giving me the pleasure and blessing of your ears, then thank you. So I'm grateful for you. And this is what we've got this moment right now. Uh, And whatever has happened in the past is no longer here. And what is ahead of us is to be determined. So it's, it's such a cliche word, but I have a very, very visceral understanding of it. And with 2020 being what it is, I hope that we all can move into 2021 understanding how important it is to be in this very present moment that any baggage, pain, hurt, even the successes of our past are just that in our past. So dogs, cats, uh, four-legged animals are the living existence of being here now. There are probably more pit bulls that are abused than probably any other breed and completely misunderstood. Hallelujah, Colorado, you have removed your absolutely ridiculous ban on pit bulls well done. Good move for 2020. A little side note there. But these animals, regardless of their breed, absolutely are in the present moment. They can go from being massively abused to 
literally walking up to you, wagging their tail, cowing down to you in submission and just giving you pure unconditional love. So if you need an example of what it means to be here now, just go to a shelter and watch those amazing creatures literally leap for joy for the fact that you've just given them a few seconds of your time. The second lesson is never give up. I'm getting a little emotional. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, and I think it's just because it's, I turned 54 on November 6th and, um, it was a great day and turned into a terrifying night, uh, with my dog. Also having the looming, not knowing about what was going on with my dad to think that, I mean, Thomas was in pain. He was, for those of you that know German shepherds, they're quite vocal, but Thomas, um, you know, he can be a little drama queen, to be honest with you, but he never shows pain. And Stella was very similar to that. And I think that's just a part of the pit bull and maybe it's a part of the German shepherd breed. But with Thomas, he actually was whining in pain and it just killed me. And I didn't know what to do. And having watched Stella go through what she went through, and I will not, I'll, I'll spare you guys uh, the excruciating gore of what I had to deal with with her. I just, I did not want Thomas to have to suffer. So the never give up part of it is also applicable to my own life. Uh, it's just about, you know, if you tack on be here now and then add the layer of never give up, it's one foot in front of the other. That's what why I love running marathons. <laughs> just such an oxymoron, but it, it is, it's just the actual physical reminder of putting one foot in front of the other when you mentally don't think that you can. And what ends up happening is you talk yourself into it. And that is what I did with Thomas. Every moment I would check in and see where he was and just be there. And I will tell you, there was a moment that I had to make a decision of instead of getting emotionally hooked into what was going on with him, I would just be there for him. I would rub his neck because for those of you, um, he was retching, which is it's basically he was that part where you're salivating and having to throw up, but you're not throwing up and it's not dry heaves because it's a little bit different. So I would, you know, hold his neck up and just rub his neck and try to calm him down and that was the only thing that I knew to do to reassure him that I was there for him and also not give up on him because the doctors had no idea. I even had one doctor tell me that <laughs> veterinarians, the German Shepherd is not their favorite breed because they are so good at hiding things. They're just stealth dogs, stealth breeds. They, like I said, they don't really show pain. And even internally, she told me that uh, their body hides things. So I've gone from thinking my dog was literally going to die within 24 hours from a, the visit that I had at the vet to one telling me that the blood work was absolutely, you know, the same as it was last year. I mean, the roller coaster was very extreme. So I just had to stay the course and not give up. And here we are two weeks later. And, you know, I've always said from the beginning of this podcast that part of what I would be talking about would be pet adoption and celebrating other people that take care and do that amazing work of being a, you know, foster or an adoption community. And that leads me to my third lesson from all of this. I'm just so 
grateful. And there are times that I have said that I would prefer to be around dogs <laughs> over humans. And that's nothing negative towards my friends and family. It's just who I've always been from a very young child. I mean, I literally can remember walking, you know, I would just take walks all by myself. And, you know, my mom used to get worried about it. And then she just realized that's how I was. And I would bring back little gardener snakes and show her and... <laughs> I'm just cut from a different cloth, I guess. So today's, the third lesson is about just being so, so, so grateful. And if you are your local animal control center, most of them these days are not kill shelters, or there are a few that are still kill shelters. So if you do have a kill shelter in your area, I promise you it's more than likely not because they want to do that. It probably has a lot to do with funding and space. So again, why you should not be breeding dogs is because they, they're having to kill dogs to maintain space. And you know, July 4th is a massive day that a lot of dogs get turned in to the shelters because dogs run away because of the fireworks and then they don't have enough room so the dogs that get turned into the shelters are held and the dogs that have been there for a while are euthanized so that they can make space for the dogs that run away so a lot of people have no idea that that's what takes place but I am super grateful for all of the people in the animal shelter control adoption community because they truly, truly are angels on earth. And if you are in the LA area, I want to share some amazing organizations that do such a beautiful job. You can go to Wagmore Pets. If you want to talk about celebrities, a lot of their celebrities, um, in fact, Jennifer Aniston just adopted a beautiful white dog from Wagmore Pets and they're at Wagmore Pets on Instagram. There is also Mutt Scouts, another amazing community and four P-O-N-O, four Pono, four underscore Pono is another one. And again, like I said, so grateful for all of these creatures that have blessed my life from my duck boo-boo who I had for many years. It was a white Peking duck used to uh, swim in our pool, the little kittens to my white albino parakeet I called Lacey and I had a cockatiel. <laughs> my sweet little piggies that I made sure were not used for bacon and my little brownie pony um, that I my dad and mom got me when I was seven years old. Animals can be such a blessing and they teach so many amazing lessons for your children. Uh, I just really, really want to take this Friend Friday, because they can absolutely be amazing friends and supporters for you in a bad time. They have this really eerie way of knowing when you need them, and they will just literally lie down next to you and comfort you when you need it most, when most humans have no clue what's going on with you. And even if they do, they may not have the ability to support you and be there for you like these amazing four-legged creatures can. So I felt like after doing this for three months now that it was my time to take my friend Friday, turn it into a Fido Friday. I celebrate my health of my dog, Thomas. And for all of you out there that have championed adopting your pet, thank you. And please, if you can donate even $5, there's a $5 Friday for a lot of adoption centers out there. And like I said, animal shelters, please, please, please help them and support them in whatever way you can. And I'm just so super 
super grateful for you guys. Hope you have an amazing weekend and I'll see you on Monday for our Million Dollar Monday. Thanks, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Dowdy underscore L-E for live excellence. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you. Thank you.